This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The car Scott Anderson, 97 won the ticket. 248-539-9797. Phone calls, feedback. I asked you a question before the break. We'll get to the answer to that question and some of what people have guessed. Which Detroit Tiger actually made one man's all-underrated team? 2023 all underrated team. This wasn't easy, huh? No, not easy at all. Because uh, when you laid out the criteria, I'm glad the criteria was there because it kind of sets that guideline. And yep, obviously last year was such a horrible year for the Tigers. So to try to find offensive players or or pitchers, and there aren't many offensive players to choose from because everybody was bad offensive. They were offensive last year offensively. Mm-hmm. From a pitching standpoint, there aren't many to look at because the guys are all hurt. <laughs> um, so to put them on a all underrated team while they're recovering from surgery, I don't think makes sense. And I started thinking maybe it's maybe it's a pitcher that's been here for a couple of years, but they've been okay. Well, okay doesn't mean underrated. So I went back and looked at the offensive players again, and I settled on one. Okay. Uh, let's get to some of the texts. I'll read these and I'll get your answer. And then we'll tell you which Detroit Tiger made this all underrated team. Uh, Justin says, got to be the hometown kid, Eric Haas. David Clarkson says, Riley Green. Jason Wixon says, Hitton Harold Castro, who's with Colorado now. Well, Hitton Harold's not here anymore. And, um, uh, Riley Green only play has only played one year, right? Yeah. You have to be in the league two years. Uh, Alex Lang, that's from Brandon H. Stephen Graham Rapids says Spencer Turnbull. I, I got to tell you, I've often felt that this guy is a potential star, but he you know, just hurt. <laughs> right, and he didn't play last year. Nope. So that's why I, I, I was thinking about him because I think he is underrated, but doesn't make sense in this from the standpoint. Mike in Royal Oak says Jonathan Scope. Joshua in Westfield, uh, Westland rather says... Eric Haas, most underrated Tiger. Mark in Kansas, Spencer Turnbull. And David, Dave Sontag writes in, Divine Childs, Eric Haas. Gator, do you have an answer? I do. Um, I've narrowed it down to two, and both were mentioned by listeners. If it's a pitcher, I think Alex Lang fits the bill. He's only played two seasons in the in the majors. Um, in the two seasons, his ERA is 3.82, whip of 1.33, 121 strikeouts in 99 innings. But I'm going with the aforementioned hometown hero, Eric Haas. Last two years, he's got 36 home runs, I believe. Or, um, so I'm going to go with Haas. Uh, the correct answer is catcher Eric Haas. And the team is put together by Anthony uh, Castrovince of the Major League Baseball Network. And he writes... As described in a recent ranking of depth at each position, the everyday catcher has become a bit of an endangered species in Major League Baseball of late. 
So the backstops who post up regularly and post good numbers and or provide excellent defense all tend to get their due. But Haas, a platoon catcher and occasional outfielder, has quietly compiled decent offensive numbers for the position. Among those with at least 500 plate appearances as a catcher over the last two years, Haas ranks seventh in OPS. To put that in perspective, that's just below recent Brave acquisition Sean Murphy in that span and just above Brave's 2022 All-Star Travis Darno. Haas's 25 homers as a catcher over the last two years ranks 10th at the position. So he's got 36 as uh, as a Tiger in the last two years, uh, but some of that's playing the outfield and DH. Yep. His WAR wins above replacement combined for the last two years is 4.0. Uh, so he's plus in both years, 1.9 and then 2.1 last year. So he was also one of only. Th- <laughs> this is ama- This is how bad the Tigers were. Right, amazingly bad they were. He was one of three Tigers to register an OPS above 700. One of three, I believe the league average is around 720. Yep. Tigers had three players. One of them was Dustin Garneau, the catcher who played eight games. Right. Another was Kerry Carpenter, who led the team in only 31 games, but he led the team with a 795 OPS, which is why I'm I'm, I'm amazed. All these stories about the Tigers. To this point, nobody's really talking about Kerry Carpenter as, as a potential starting outfielder because of players they've acquired well, in competition. And I'm like, Kerry Carpenter deserves a chance because he's the only guy to hit last year. I think Kerry Carpenter started playing high school baseball late, got enough to get a JC opportunity, spun that into a D1 opportunity at Virginia Tech. I think it was Virginia Tech. Real late bloomer, okay? Real late bloomer. But these are guys that can sometimes, I'm not predicting but let me be clear, sometimes be a find. And that whole 700 OPS number, I mean, Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson, I expect to be above that number. I would expect a lot of guys to bounce back and have better years than they did last year. But Kerry Carpenter's OPS was 795 in the 31 games. Now, Eric Haas, the reason I picked him, he was the everyday player. Almost, well, not everyday player. He played 110 games. 748 OPS, so well above the league average. Mm-hmm. And the next closest regular Tiger was Riley Green with a 682 OPS. So you're talking, you know, 60 points better than the next guy. So it makes sense why he is on the underrated team. But, you know, as we get closer and closer to pitchers and catchers reporting, which is it next week? I believe it's the it's 13th or 14th. Yeah, so we're getting real close here. So next week that they report, um, and then we're going to start to get some more intel And because a week after that, it's like everybody else reports. I'm dying to see what's going to shake out with the outfield because I'm a Kerry Carpenter fan. I like what he was able to do last year. What he did in the minors was you couldn't ignore what he did in the minors. You had to listen to it. Like, God, the guy was killing the ball no matter where he hit. Comes up to the Tigers and he has six home runs in 31 games. Um, had 11 extra base hits in the 31 games. The 795 OPS, you'll take it and give him a chance. He's still a work in progress as an outfielder, and they're probably better defensive outfielders for sure, but he's the only guy to hit. Nobody was hitting on this team last year. Yep. Let's hope, let's hope that last year was one of those you just say, yuck, throw it in the garbage and, and start over and from scratch and see a bunch of guys that can uh, I, I, produce. I equate last year's Tiger season to this year's Piston season. Too many guys are hurt to really judge, you know, not not exactly, but I, I feel like there's a lot more potential 
in the Tigers organization to be to be better than they were with a long way to go. Let me be clear. I mean the 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 pitching was devastated by injuries. Now some of the some of the other some guys of it's still devastating. Yes, and some of the guys that were performing actually probably overperformed a little bit. But I mean, do they still is there any buzz? Do people care about Mize? Mize and and Manning and Scooble? I mean, that threesome. Yeah, and you, and you throw Spencer Turnbull as a fourth. Yep. And they've got guys waiting in the pipeline to get their opportunities. Wilmer Flores, Jackson Job. Um, I always forget the guy uh, who was the, the other early second round pick that they had a couple of years ago who was. Oh, the guy from Texas? Yeah. Madden? Ty Madden, yeah. There you go. Nice job. Yeah. Uh, but that's another one. All these guys are going to be knocking at the door trying to trying to matriculate through the minors and get their big league shot. <laughs> and let's face it, at some point, somebody's got to be good. <laughs> Somebody has well, to be really, really good. Well, we've seen flashes with all of them, right? Yeah. I mean, the guys have been brought up. We've seen fla- more than flashes with some of them, but Manning, Mize, and Scooble. Mize has been the disappointment, but if he gets healthy, you feel like he was such a high pick that he can get back on track. But Scooble's been great. Manning has shown a lot of promise. Love Just stay healthy. Love to see a healthy Turnbull. All right, coming up next hour, there's um, some buzz about some NFL quarterbacks whose futures with their current teams are in question. Two of the bigger names in the game. We'll get to that today uh, at 1220. But straight ahead, Gator, last night I decided to do something I haven't done in over 20 years. Wow. It was a terrible decision. Red meat? Nope. No. No. But it was a decision that I said, you know what? Screw it. Let's let's Hold pork? Nope. Nope. Pork is the other white meat, Doug. It is. I fell for that once. Got violently ill. <laughs> I think when I first got hired here, Doug had just, I didn't know Doug, and he told me, I think came up and he didn't eat red meat, only white meat. I, I think I brought up to you pork, and you're like, no, I don't buy that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear about something. I don't walk around telling new people in the building, hi, I'm Doug. I don't eat red meat. And then you told me to shut the F up. <laughs> right. While wearing a bike helmet. That I might that I might have told you. I might have told you to shut the F up. Do you know where the closest Boston market is, he asked me? <laughs> Carson Anderson, 97 won the ticket. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free 
Odyssey app. 